Hello, everybody. As usual, my name is Roland Prince, and uh, across the table from me is Jamie Lee, and you're listening to the Whole Lot of Nothing podcast. Uh, if you could give us a follow on Spotify, give us a like on Apple Music uh, or Apple Podcasts, whatever it is that you can do, uh, just to give us a little bit of help, or go on Instagram and give us a follow on WLN Podcast, uh, I would really appreciate it, and I know Jamie would too. But anyway, Jamie. Oh yeah, by the way, my Instagram is at Roland the Prince. Jamie's Instagram is at James Life with an extra E. Jamie. The quintessential question that's necessary to start every podcast is coming. How you doing? I'm doing. You doing? Ah, uh, I just hit my heel on my chair. Why? Why do you like kicking my things? <laughs> I, I was punching? moving. I was moving. Mm, it actually hurts. Yeah, I was moving my feet, and I was moving it out of the way to kind of put them under the table, and then just kind of the leg of the chair happened to be there, and just like smack, smack. All, 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 the equipment, all, the equipment, all the equipment in my studio fights back. That's, yeah, just, that's just how it does. So if you if you fuck up any of my equipment, it fucks you up back, you know? But anyway. I ain't do shit to this chair. <laughs> hey, you've been fucking up the mic, and the mic and the chair have a deep relationship. It goes back years. So uh, anyway, what did you do today, man? Did you do anything special today? Uh, No, but actually, I, I so I worked all day, as I usually do. Um, and then when I got back home, I didn't get back home till like six. Um, but I kind of want to talk a little bit about a book I'm reading because I've, I'm probably about like 90 pages. You in. can read? No, no. I'm like Floyd May- Mayweather. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> can, he actually, can Floyd, wait, could, hold on. Can Floyd Mayweather actually not read? I, I'm pretty sure he can't. Do you think he's just punch drunk? Like he used to be able to read and then just No, got... I think he just spent so much time like punching shit that he never like sat down with a book. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like you don't get you don't become a 50 and 0 fighter by reading. You got a point. You <laughs> like, got a point. You, you know, got a point. It's like reading about doing, you know, like sit-ups. Can't do a sit-up if you just read about it. Yeah, it's like, oh, you might know how like the whole body works and the whole system, but if you don't actually do shit, like you're not going to get shit. Yeah. Anyway, but sorry, this book you're reading. Yeah, so I'm reading a an extraordinarily fascinating book, and I'm not much of a reader myself, but I was listening a while ago. I think it was in the summer, a couple months ago, uh, at least, to my boy Gary V's podcast, and he had a guest on, and his name is Brendan Burchard. Uh, and Brendan Burchard is basically a global leader, probably the global leader in high performance individuals. So what he in, in what capacity? What do you mean by high performance individuals? Like athletes? Uh, so his job is to be a high performance consultant. So whether that's within an organization, within a world class athlete, or with people like Oprah or or whoever, uh, even like politicians and stuff, his job is to figure out how they can optimize their life to be at peak performance in any skill or any endeavor that they're trying to perform. Oh, okay. And so basically the whole book, it's like almost 400 pages, I think. And it goes really in detail of how, like what the traits are between people that are high performance performers, like the top 15% within any organization, within any skill or anything that you're trying to do and acquire what are the things that are universally just studied, scientifically proven that these people do? So it's called high performance habits. And it's basically, it goes really deep and detailed into six habits called the HP6 that he calls 
that like the high performance six. Yeah. Okay. That six habits that everybody that is a high high performer has. Some people over index in more of them, but every single one of them has at least a little bit of those six. Each one. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I I ended up taking like the high performance indicator test that he like alludes to at the beginning of the book. He's like, you know what, just like see where you are at the beginning. Because it, it's kind of just like a five-minute test that gives you a few questions. It's not that detailed. It's probably not that accurate either. Is it in the book or is it online? Uh, so in the book, it mentions just go online before you continue this book. Just like take the test and kind of just see where you're at because we want to get those numbers up. Um, it's a pretty simple test. It takes like five minutes. It's probably not even accurate to your value as a high performer, but it's kind of just like a little understanding of what's to come and kind of gets you interested. And so I scored a 4.64 out of five, which I was pretty stoked with. Pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. Wait, wouldn't it be out of six? No, no, because it's uh, they score you one to five per question. Oh, per okay, category. Okay. Oh, per category. Okay. And yeah. which category did you did you score the highest out of? Or was that your average? I had categories? a I had a couple that I scored five out of five in. Um, I can't remember what the exact categories. Uh, again, I'm still at the beginning of the book. Um, and so there was I scored lowest in not productivity. Um. I can't remember, to be honest. But if you have the chance, look up HP6. See if you can take the test at highperformanceindicator.com if you're interested. It was really interesting. And one one thing I, I was pissed that I found out after I bought the book. And the book's like 30, 32 bucks or 35 bucks, like hardcover. Like, I really wanted this thing. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, I really would find this interesting. I was pissed because I go to highperformanceindicator.com. And the first promo he's running, he's like, yeah, I bought a couple thousand copies of my own book for, uh, like, you guys. Just pay shipping and it's free. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? That's amazing. You know what the best part is, though? What? I bought another copy because I was like, I'm not, I was like. You just paid for the shipping? Yeah, I was like, this is too good of a deal. (laughs) Like, Bro, you should have, wait, wait, how long ago did you buy the other one? Because you could just go back to Indigo and return it. Uh, It was at Chapters, but part of me kind of just wants to. I'm I'm thinking I'll do two things with this other book. I'll either like give it to somebody just like as a gift, or flip it. <laughs> like to po- True. Toss, yeah, that's toss the it on eBay. How, <laughs> like, much, how, how much was that shipping? Um, it was like seven US. So it was like ten bucks. Oh, you could flip that easily. Yeah, you could easily triple your money, no problem. Yeah, that's no problem. what I'm saying. So light work, light work. So yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Just like don't even read it, just flip it on eBay or something. Do it, bro. That's like, a, a, that's, just make a quick twenty bucks and just keep doing. <laughs> doing that over and take over. that same 20 bucks invest it into uh into getting two copies and flipping <laughs> those two copies yeah there you go that's that's just dollars right there but no yeah. that's, that's that's honestly that's really cool i might actually uh i might actually go about taking that test uh, after we get off the podcast and just to I might uh, even lend see what's you my extra copy <laughs> ah there we go or do you want to keep that in mint condition for selling uh, i'm probably just gonna give it away to yeah. be honest okay Rather, How about this? How about I'd rather this? Just ex- ex- spread the value of it. Does anyone who listens to this podcast want a free copy of a book? We're doing a giveaway. It's a giveaway. <laughs> it's a giveaway, nigga. It's a giveaway of high performance indicator. No uh, high performance habits. High performance indicator is the website. So if you think you're a high performance person, or you, or you're maybe a low performance person, you, wanna you want to become a high. You want to elevate, or you want you want to motivate yourself to uh, to become better. Motivate, 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 motivate. for all my J Cole fans. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I was listening. I was listening hey, to that in the car on the way back from Kingston today. But, um, it's a good song. Uh, yeah, it's a great song. But um, anyway, yeah, uh, if you want that uh, the copy of that book, just make sure you DM us at WLN Podcast on Instagram, and we will choose one of you guys to uh, to come and pick up the book because uh, 
we love you guys. So uh, thank you to everyone who listens. Or I'll and ship you, it, but you have to pay shipping this yeah, there time. Yeah, you, 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 you pay shipping this time. We got to make a flip somehow, you know? Uh, but anyway, uh, I was on my way back from Kingston today, and uh, my boy, well, my manager, Andy, he was uh, he <laughs> just plugged in some podcasts from uh, Ricky Gervais. Uh, Ricky Gervais has a podcast. Yeah, well, it's not a podcast. It's a it's a XM, it's XM Radio XM One or something radio in it's over in Europe, and I'm not sure where. It's somewhere in the is UK. it like the Ricky Gervais show? Not necessarily, oh, but it was so just good. It was um, it was Ricky Gervais and Carl Pilkinson, and then one of his friends uh, as well. I forget the who the other guy was, but they were just basically shooting the shit. And I, I don't know if I listen to one or if I listen to like nine podcasts in a row because they, they break it up with music because it's a radio mm-hmm. show, but they just cut out the music for the podcast and then put it up. Uh, and Andy had all these downloaded. So I'm just sitting there listening to these. Andy passed the fuck out while I was driving. And I'm just listening to this Ricky Gervais podcast. And there's this one segment that they do with the show and it's called Monkey News. And Carl Pilkinson goes on the internet and finds Monkey News and reads it like he finds random sources on the internet finds some sort of news story about a monkey and then reads it to the guys (laughs) and they have to decide whether or not it's real or fake (laughs) and like some of them they can like like rookies your face will just shut him down but no that's completely false that's definitely not true and then some of them he'll not even see it coming and it's just like boom it was a monkey uh but the first (laughs) one that he was talking about was actually really funny it was uh it was this orangutan that got orangutans aren't monkeys I know, but it, it's I guess primate news. I can I can name all the species of ape. We will do that at a, at a later time. Mm-hmm. But but this orangutan gets uh, puts on a suit, goes into a courtroom, wins a case, <laughs> and and gets a banana for it. And they're like, obviously that's fake. And then there's another one where it's like this woman she gets an email, a strange email one day, offering them offering to sell them a baby for three thousand dollars. And she's like, okay. And pays three thousand dollars, and they show up and they give her this baby. And as the baby starts to get older, it starts to grow hair, and then they realize they were sold a chimp. And then Ricky Gervais is like, "You're a fucking idiot! They're they're born with hair on them. Obviously, that's not true." So those two were the fake ones. Now this one, <laughs> this is the this is the one where I, I fucking it's died like two laughing. True, two truths and a lie, pretty much monkey edition. So this one, and and again, they get these from shaky ass sources. He finds them online randomly, so it could be true, could be not. But anyway, there was this bike race that was happening it was going between two different cities and there's this woman who's in the race and she's she has her she has her get up on she's on her on her uh, on her bike her road bike and she's just pedaling along and then she looks to her left and sees a fucking tricycle <laughs> just speeding along with a little dude in a helmet just just chugging along <laughs> passes her and ends up placing like sixth in the race and <laughs> at the end at the end of the whole thing they're just like well does that count Cause he takes off his helmet and it's a fucking monkey. What type? It's a. It was a chimpanzee. It's not a monkey. It's a okay. name. All right. Okay, Mister Zoologist. But takes off the helmet. It's a chimp, and the owner had trained the chimp to ride this this tricycle, and he loves <laughs> to ride his tricycle. And he just saw the tri- the cars uh, bikes going by, gets on his tricycle. <laughs> like, Fuck it. I'm gonna and join, just, and just follows the crowd let's, let's and ends it. up placing seventh, and then. There's, <laughs> I'm not sure if this part's true or not, but they were saying that he was trying to petition the Tour de France to let this tricycle riding <laughs> chimpanzee into the Tour de France. This uh, is back in 2000. Inter, interspecies competition. I don't know. I don't think it would be that. Because what's the worst thing that happens? He loses. The steroid usage. Steroid, I guess. You check him for doping. You like head into the bathroom, you see this like fucking chimp blood doping and stuff just, like do, going through like a transfusion. He, he's just sitting there. He's like, ah! 
<laughs> Are you oxygenating your blood? <laughs> <laughs> do you know that? Uh, do you know the gnome meme? Where no. it's like, no. I'm not a, I'm not a gnelf. I'm not a gnoblet. I'm a gnome, and you've been gnomed. And basically, you can send that stupid video to your friends. It made no sense, but so many people took the little noise he go, he makes and just goes, "Whoo!" It's just this gnome going, "Whoo!" And they took his face and the noise and photoshopped it into a bunch of different videos. And I was watching one of my favorite streamers. I know I talked about him like like um, like I think like twelve episodes ago on Noah J four five six. Yeah. And this guy, he does this one thing called uh, that. I think it's once a month. He does this thing called the sellout stream, where he, people pay to put memes that they like up on his stream and so he can see memes <laughs> that, that, uh, that his fans like. And he has so many people that are, that are sending him memes. And how much do people pay to put these up? Oh, like, like $3. Like, okay. it's, like it's not, it's nothing crazy. When you put like a grand down, how long would that stay up for? Oh, uh, it's not, it, it's just like, like basically I'm pretty sure it's like $3 per, or uh, no, I think it's a dollar per minute. Oh no, no, no. It's three dollars per minute, and then like a dollar for like a thirty-second video or something like that. I don't know exactly how it all works, but this person, um, well, basically, he had this one segment where he was basically trying to figure out whether or not these memes were regular memes or they just or they were no memes because he hates the gnome meme, and people would send it to him all the time. And he basically he went through the segment. He's like, "Fuck it, send me all the gnome memes you want, and I have to figure out whether or not these memes are gnome memes or real memes." <laughs> and he's sitting there. And but aren't all fake memes still real memes? Well, they're like they're not the the gnome memes. That's all. Mm. So he had to figure out whether or not they're gnome memes. And sometimes, way at the end of the video, it, there was one of them. They made a meme over his own video. He was talking about how his house got struck by lightning and all his equipment got burnt because his entire house like started to catch on fire. Obviously, because ah! lightning. And uh, there was this one where like, he's talking. It's like I know I don't normally make videos like this, guys, but. This is something really, really bad happened to me. Like my house got struck by lightning and I'm going to show you some clips of the, of the house and, and all that. And basically right at the end of the video, it's, it, it was a 45 second clip of his video of him talking to the camera about something serious that happened to him. And, and he's like, this obviously isn't a gnome. Like it's my video. There's someone's going to edit some fire into it or something. And right at the end, you just hear, whoo, <laughs> and let the gnome face pop up. And like this dude got so angry that he messed up. He was keeping a tally. He was keeping a score of how many he got right and how many like users tricked him. Yeah, and like the winners would would get something from him, like his merch or something, and like it was it was kind of cool. Whoever sent in like the best gnome meme that got him the best, and it, it ended up getting to the point where it was like 20, 20, 20, 21, 21. and like it was like slowly climbing, and then eventually the uh, the fans took it, and the, the best guy got a t shirt and everything. But <laughs> that's good. Anyway, gnome memes. If you get the chance, uh, look them up. They're very stupid, but gnome memes and chimpanzees. Exactly. Look at that chip. In. I I want to know if this if that story was real or not because like yeah. I, didn't, I didn't get to finish that that episode because we arrived in town. And I, I I had to uh, drop. Do I know some car. chimpanzee facts? Yeah, let's hear. It, let's hear. It. So chimpanzees have about ninety eight point five percent identical DNA to humans. In yeah. fact, they are closest relatives within the animal kingdom. Now that's more common knowledge, mind you. They're also five times stronger than the average human. Yep. Uh, which is mind blowing. Uh, mind you, you know how humans actually aren't able to fully use the full capacity of our muscles in terms of our strength in day-to-day life. And the reason for that is so that we can do fine motor skills. So a chimpanzee would not physically be able to play a guitar because it can't handle fine motor skills like that, like changing chords. Yeah. Uh, or that's why we can open jars uh, or little bottle caps or things like that. Um, 
or even play a piano. So chimpanzee can't learn those things because it doesn't have the dexterity that comes with actually weakening a species, which is really interesting. And you can make the argument that because humans are actually weaker, that we ended up evolving fat, not necessarily evolving faster, but turning out to be the dominant species of a planet. Well, we did evolve to our point, like a higher point faster than they did. Yes. So yeah, we did evolve faster. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, I guess weakening the weakening to get stronger was necessary because without the fine motor skills, we wouldn't be able to make bladed tools, which help us build all the mm-hmm. things that we build, help us take down the animals we take down to, to be able to feed masses of humans. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we needed those fine motor skills. And also there, there has to be an element, like an element to that of, of intelligence that we have over them, obviously, but that, yeah, that, that so played we a role have- in our evolution as well. We have much stronger capacity for language and empathy, um, whereas the chimps tend to rely a lot more heavily on... They're incredibly social creatures and have incredibly strong social structures within their communities. Uh, mind you, we develop deeper relationships than they do in the sense that they can be pretty fucking ruthless to each other. Oh, yeah. In the oh, same yeah. way that... Uh, but I guess that also could just be a, like a cultural thing within human society right now is that we are not violent. Well, we're not violent anymore because the average human isn't able to facilitate violence. Mm-hmm. Where if you go back, if you go back farther with uh, farther back within like early human society, even even if you go to the Middle Ages, yeah, you, I was gonna, I was thinking Middle Ages around then. Brute strength it was the reason why kings became kings. Yeah, brute strength was the reason why great warriors were great warriors, and physical strength was the matched only thing. with intellect. Because, matched with intellect, yes, yes, of course. But brute strength on its own was still something that made a group able to take over something else and get anything that they wanted. Mm-hmm. And brute strength used to be a big factor. Now we have more laws in place and we have, basically we've... Technology. St- we've stopped Darwinism for humans, basically, to an extent. Because there's obviously still idiots that do <laughs> turn their cars on, like ride their cars on two wheels. That's and, not and stopping Darwinism. Darwinism. That's, not, I'm, that's I'm saying natural that is Dar- selection. I'm saying that is Darwinism. Okay, yeah. But what I'm saying say is we've, we've, to a point, halted Darwinism within humans. Um, which uh, if we didn't, all the peanut kids would be dead. But <laughs> but with our advancements in in having our societies become stronger, we we have laws in place now. Strength doesn't matter, mm-hmm. and and everyone's equally as strong well, so for it their mind. Matters just not in the same context. It, it does. It doesn't matter in the same context. Well, because all right, you're a strong person. You walk into someone's house, you throw them to the side, grab all the things you want, and walk out. That person can still take you down. Because of those the law, legal system, yeah, but that's that set up. that's not what I'm talking about in terms of how strength matters. I'm talking about in terms of just a biological standpoint and sexual attraction to oh, somebody. Yeah, of course, that does like people accidentally create babies every year because they like a man with muscles or like a girl with a booty. That's just facts. That happens, but at the same time, it's like there. It it's furthers get, our it, species. It's getting to a point though, at, at right now where. There's some guys who are not muscular. They got the dad bod going on, but they have the intellect. They have the funny, or they have whatever they need. <laughs> Seth Rogen, it's, bro, the success. It's the Rogen of effect. Seth, Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen has just the same amount of uh, of possibility to go and pick up the hottest girl at any bar as, uh, well, pick, pick any any pick any hot dude that you want that isn't famous. That that, that is, that's that's the. 
That's but the, the thing is, like, if someone is funny as Seth, someone is funny as Seth Rogen, looking like Seth Rogen, could go and pick up pick up any girl that they want because oh, it, I, we're getting to a point where muscles muscles don't matter as I, much. I just want to interrupt you. Can can you do your best Seth Rogen laugh impression? <laughs> <laughs> That's the best I can do. <laughs> That's the best I can do. <laughs> I can't do it at all. I can't do it. Yo, Andy, Andy can do a really good one. We were on anyone that can do. I think that is one of the hardest impressions in the world to do. <laughs> is the Seth Rogen laugh? Yeah, like I don't. Seth Did Rogen's, you see? Okay, there was this guy and. Um, and not to interrupt, but this is oh, I don't care. I was just doing Seth, Rogen, Seth Rogen. It's so funny. I love how we just went from chimps to Seth Rogen. Yeah, you know, evolution. Yeah, one point five percent difference. Exactly. Um, but anyway, so basically, this dude, he, I think it was in England, and there's this cop, and he like takes the cop and like body slams him to the ground, and he starts running away like really awkwardly. Seth Rogen. And it looks just like Seth Rogen. And then uh, he like looks at the camera of the guy filming. He was like, ah! it was like this weird cackle. And somebody input into the video Seth Rogen's laugh <laughs> instead of like the cackle. And you couldn't tell the difference. That's amazing. Like Seth Rogen tweeted it saying, wow, rough night. <laughs> we need to find this video and post it on our Instagram. Uh, it's, it'll be on Seth Rogen's Twitter, so we, we can easily find it. We will find this. We will we will make this happen for the yeah, people. Seth, Seth Rogen. <laughs> oh, my God. Seth Rogen is honestly one of the funniest humans that I have ever had the pleasure of watching movies. What's your favorite by Seth Rogen movie? Are we talking written by Seth Rogen, or are we talking by acted by Seth just Rogen? Just featuring in any capacity Seth Rogen. Let's just say he's in it. This is the end. Save 100%. Is that is my favorite Hermione, comedy. you stole all our shit. <laughs> that, that, that line right there is the funniest. Or even when Jonah Hill gets taken over by the demon. Sorry, spoiler alert if you haven't seen yeah. this at the end. But The power of Christ compels you. Well, it's does not it, very fucking compelling. Because it, it doesn't seem very fucking compelling. Oh, that, that shit was fucking hilarious. I, I love that entire movie. I love that entire movie. The whole con. I love end of the world movies. And I love <laughs> that James Franco's house. The best is freaking Michael Sarah. Oh my God. Michael Sarah. Yo, Michael Sarah is honestly one of the funniest fucking people. He that, made, oh he, my God. I was, so there's some comedies I watch and I, I laugh a lot, but I was crying laughing the first time I saw this at the end. And then the second time I saw it, so skip ahead about 45 seconds if you've never seen it or if you and, it, and you care about if spoilers. If you don't want spoilers, yeah. But anyways, I'm going to spoil part of it. So at one point in the middle of the film, they completely foreshadowed and spoiled the end. And I didn't notice this till the yeah, second time I watched, it, yeah. which is when they had Seth and James Franco... They were uh, they were smoking a blunt and talking about Pineapple Express, uh, what Pineapple Express Two would be, and they're like, and so Danny is going to become a cannibal, and <laughs> and I'm going to sacrifice myself for you, <laughs> and like that happened later in the movie. Yeah, and then the, then so the light good. comes down, just <laughs> and it's like ah. Fuck you! Why you scream? Fuck you! And then just gets dropped. <laughs> and then God drops him, and he's like, "Oh shit!" I love how that movie not only was in a completely original take on the end of the world and showing like a celebrity version of the end of the world and what ha happened with with famous people, but they also just completely took a religious aspect and just shit all over religion <laughs> and just was like, you know what? Fuck you! They have, We're just gonna make whatever the hell we back. want. 
They had like a giant Satan with like a huge dick. Well, that, that's like how Jonah Hill. That's how Jonah Hill got possessed. Is he got fucked by a massive demon? <laughs> and he was like, "Guys, I don't feel so good." And then ends up turning into uh, vomiting all over the fucking. The best house is and- when they had uh, the paper plane seat by M- or seen by MIA. Remember, it was like, "I fly like paper, get high like trains or planes get those trains get." High. And <laughs> would you like to have a retry of that? I'll give you a retry. <laughs> I fly like paper, get high like planes. I don't know. All I want to do, boom, 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 and take your money. All I want to do, 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 And it was like they're just trying like every single drug they possibly could. Or when uh, when Danny McBride makes the breakfast. Oh my God. <laughs> I Honestly, when I saw that, I was like, I was so angry. I was like, yo, if this was the end of the world, and I woke up and some dude was cooking breakfast with all of my shit. I'm sorry. You it's are the fucking dying. Milky Way bar. <laughs> the Milky Way bar was the greatest, the greatest thing in that entire show or entire movie. So now, now my favorite scene, it was like one of the raunchiest scenes in the whole movie. And it's when Danny than Jonah Hill getting butt fucked by a giant demon. It's not raunchier in terms of visuals, but in terms of description. Yes. It was uh, when Danny McBride, when uh, James gets pissed that there's like jizz stains on his like magazine. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and the Danny pages McBride, are stuck together. <laughs> Danny McBride's like, he's like, or uh, he starts complaining. He's like, welcome to the 21st century. Stop drinking like a fucking pilgrim. <laughs> it was so funny. Speaking- like, I didn't do it justice, but like I cry every time I see that fantastic movie this is the it end is, it's on Netflix I'm pretty sure yeah those of you we watched it, it together in uh when we went to Toronto in October yeah I remember bro I've seen that movie at least 12 times I've seen it probably like five or six it is so good that's a that's a go-to that's a go-to like it's it's a go-to late night comedy oh yeah there's been so many times I've been chilling with the homies and we're just like yo dude what do you want to watch He's like yo just put on a movie and I'll toss on like pineapple express or this, uh, is, this the is the end. end or super bad or something one, one of those i love you can't go wrong with seth, seth rogan seth rogan sorry I said seth seth or seth mcfarland, seth MacFarlane on a, yo actually do you want to know something funny season nine so i don't know if this, this there was some sort of deal with netflix that got broken or something where they had to change things that were offensive but basically there was a scene in uh season nine i forget which episode it was, it was no no no. it was where meg goes to the teen choice awards they take meg to the teen, teen I, I know I, you're not I a huge family watch, guy fan but i don't watch family i know you don't but i love family i watched guy. it in grade three but uh, but there's an episode in season nine where they take Meg to the Teen Choice Awards, and there's one part of this one part of the episode where this guy has a shotgun starts shooting in the crowd and like killing people in the crowd. They took that scene out where like or they made it where you don't see anyone in the crowd get shot, but there's a trade off. So they took out the scene. They changed the scene where you don't see anyone in the audience get shot anymore because for obvious political reasons, that's something that happens at actual events and they don't want that on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I assume that's something that they talk, contact Seth MacFarlane about and they're like, yo, change this. But I feel like Seth MacFarlane added this other scene into the, because there's another scene that was added that was completely different. There used to be, there was a girl who goes and pisses on the floor. A dr- mm-hmm. some dr- this, they changed the girl pissing on the floor to a pregnant lady's baby dropping out of the bottom of her skirt picking it up by the umbilical cord and swinging it over her head what the f- <laughs> so i feel like there was some sort of deal with netflix that happened where netflix was like yo you can't have people getting shot and seth mcfarland knowing seth mcfarland the way he is he was probably like all right you won't go let me you're not gonna let me show me show people getting shot fine i'm sewing a lady swinging a baby over her 
And like just knowing Seth MacFarlane, yeah, that's, yeah, def- just that's definitely troll. something he would do. But anyway, back to the whole end of the world topic. What is your end of the world plan? Let's let's say same as this is the end. Giant sinkhole opens up, starts swallowing people. People are getting raptured all, all left and right. All the all the good quote unquote Christians or quote unquote good Christians are getting raptured. They're going up to the sky. So you now there now is a guarantee. There's a God. And you you are still left here on Earth. What is your plan? Well, the first thing I do, I don't know. I, I this is a tough question because part of me is like, do I want to be adventurous? Do I want to like survive? There's demons, bro. Demons. Oh, that's true. Eh? There's demons wandering around the Earth, flying around and shit. There's sinkholes opening up and fire everywhere. Like, do you want? I'm going to tell a story quickly about a dream I once had. And this is exactly how I would respond to this situation. All right, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Go for it. Okay. So, there, you ever get those dreams that are just like, what? Yeah, all happened? the time. All the time. And it's like, it's so strange and uncalled for that, like, you just don't know what's going, like, how this ended up to be. You're like, what is going on? How did this get here? Yeah. So, I had a dream and it started off that I was. On a road trip with John, it, I, this was like years ago. I was on a road trip with, it was probably two, three years ago. I was on a road trip, I think it was with Johnny and Dan Martin. And we got picked up in an Uber and we were in California and we we're doing like, the Uber driver was like driving us like all across the Californian coastline. I've never been to California. And I was like, man. That's an expensive Uber. I was like, I was like, man, how are we going to afford for this? And then Dan in the back seat is like, don't worry, I'm going to sell my him my soccer ball. <laughs> and for some reason, like that just made sense in the dream. It was hey, like, it's a dream. It's yes it was like, and. Yes and. <laughs> it was like, I'm going to sell the Uber drive my soccer ball. I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. And we, and we arrive in San Francisco, and like it's like a post-apocalyptic sunny day in san francisco you know so like all the buildings are like fucking destroyed and like like half the population is wiped out it's like thanos just went and i'm dead and and so it's like for whatever reason like it's like completely desolate like all these like cars are scattered everywhere there's like bodies but it's like a nice nice day people are going san francisco yeah it's it's there's like bodies on the ground but like it's everybody's kind of doing like their own thing like they're getting groceries it's like the bodies hit the floor. Like, it's like bodies. all this chaos is going on, but the weather is nice and the people are great. But okay. there's just kind of like buildings are destroyed and like cars are all over the place and there's dead people kind of lying around. All right. Then all of a sudden the, the dream fucking switches and I'm in an empty room. It's a giant white room. There's no walls. There's not even a floor. It's just white everywhere. And in the distance, there's a figure. And then... Uh, <laughs> literally, this is how the dream goes. The first thing I yell... Fuck off! <laughs> like in the distance, and then this figure just like come, appears in front. Of like you. appears to me, and what it is, it's about seven or eight feet tall, skinny, in a in like a fucking suit, and a suit with like moth holes and like rips and like claw marks. Like an and old it, suit. It's yeah. like rotting. There's like a rib sticking out of him, and it's like the same face from Saw. But like it's got like holes and it's like rotting and it's like disgusting and it's like so it's like jigsaw, it's like jigsaw, but like seven foot tall jigsaw, jigsaw, not many jigsaw. And I recognized it in the dream as Satan. And I looked at him like in the dream I was like, "Fuck you, Satan!" <laughs> like literally, that's bold this, as shit. This is how it went down. This is actually I was like, "Fuck you, Satan!" He's like, "You cannot do this to me." <laughs> like in a deep voice, and I was like, "You're a little bitch." And I, 
I'm not like this usually. But in the dream, I was like, I was like, I was like, you don't understand how much of an inconvenience you're being right now. This it was a legit. nice day in San Francisco. I was like, I was in San Francisco. You dragged my ass here. And he's like, <laughs> he was like, oh, I have to, I have to bring the undoing of, of the human race. And I was like, fuck you. <laughs> and then it was for literally like the dream went on for like 10 minutes. I was like, Satan, you're really just causing such an inconvenience right now. Like I'm just trying to do my own shit and you're just doing this. Like, dude, have some sympathy. He's like, there's no sympathy in hell. I was like, dude, fuck you. And I punched him in the face and then I woke <laughs> up. <laughs> just punch Satan and woke So that is how so that's how I would respond. I'd look at those demons. I'd be like, dude, like, the fuck are you doing? So you so you'd be eaten by demons, basically. Is what yeah, you're saying? No, I wouldn't be eaten. I'd be fucking blasting. Bitch, won't kill my vibe by Kendrick. I'd be like, you're killing the vibe. Oh my, yeah, you're getting eaten by demons. I'd bro. like I'd like head to skate parks and shit. Be like, dude, what are you doing? The end of the world. Just bring the steez out. <laughs> like, bro, do you even burn though? <laughs> I I don't burn. Imagine walking into. Imagine you open up the door to hell. You walk in and it's like. See some dude just in a pile of flames. Do you even burn, bro? <laughs> Do you even burn eternally, bro? <laughs> <laughs> just sitting there. Ah! 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 It's just. Ah! <laughs> 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 but no, it's just a gnome. It's just a gnome. There's a gnome. Yeah, I literally like in my dream. I looked at Satan. I was like, "You're a little bitch." Like I, I'm not like I'm not confrontational or anything like not that in all. real life. But like Satan was just he just you killing the vibe. He, he was killing I, your vibe. You know, it's like. Just don't kill a vibe, you know? So you woke up from your dream after punching Satan in the face. Yeah. Did it connect or did he just disappear? It was like I hit him and I woke up. Oh, okay, okay. It was yeah. like I, I punched myself. To you punched yourself awake. awake? It was like it was, I was fighting my demons. You were, fight, you were literally fighting yeah. the king of demons. And I was thinking when I woke up, I was so introspective about it. I was like, wow, what if this is like a representation of my own internal demons and I don't give a fuck about them? Maybe that's like the actual representation of what Maybe. that dream was. Because it's like it, it, all this it, it, chaos is going on around me. I'm like, oh, I don't give a shit. It's still sunny. And then I was like, and then like fucking Satan comes in. And I'm like, dude, like you're killing the vibe. Yeah, bitch, don't kill my vibe. I was like, just stop. Yeah. I, I, I That was one of the things I said. I was like, dude, just like stop. It's annoying. <laughs> I was like, we're just like out here enjoying San Fran. And you're just like fucking it all up for us. Like, what is with that, bro? You bring me to this random white room, teleport yourself closer to me, and be like, you're dying. I will bring the reckoning of the human race. Dude, like, come on. Like, that's not cool. So... Like, we're out here just, like, having chill, trill time. You just gotta fuck it all up. So, basically, end of the world happens. If it's the same as this is the end, demons are walking the earth and whatnot, Jamie is dying. That's just no, what happens. You know, that is what's you happening. Know safe... I felt in that dream, I was in control. We're not talking about a dream. We're talking about... Yo, this shit's this real. This is the fucking end. This we're talking about, if you watch that movie... We're talking about Big Dick Demon walking up to you and just going like, all right, you're dying or getting fucked ah. like Jonah Hill. You got to pick one. And, uh, you know, if it wasn't up to me, I'd choose death. But, you know. I, you know, I look at that demon straight in his face. I say, grow up fucking pear. And then he'd be like, oh, shit, you you feisty. I'm not, I'm not touching this. I don't know, bro. I don't I'm know if that's how this. demons work. Yo, demons just want to be empathized with, man. Just give, they're, they're misunderstood. Comes up, comes up, tries to kill you. Just give him a hug. Yeah, it's like this. Just like, 
It's like, I, I get you. We're gonna be all right. It's like she's, you know, it's like I didn't get up there either. I remember I was at, like, I remember I was at my boy Alex's pl- Alex's place, like one of his uh, his old place, and I was chilling there. And one of his boys, uh, one of his boys came over, and we were all talking about the end of the world and like what would happen at the end of the world. And this guy was just like, he didn't really understand the concept of people don't really think rationally in those situations, and. So like Alex, Alex is like, yo, bro, I've gone through shit. I, I, I have zero problem. If my neighbors have food and I don't have food, I'm going and stealing food from my neighbors in the, in the end of the world scenario. That's just what's happening. It's either they survive or I survive. And this guy genuinely did not understand the concept of people do not care about you. And he was like, all he wanted to do is like, yo, but I'm just going to like tell everyone in my neighborhood to like start a farm and we're going to start a farm. And we're going to grow shit in my backyard. That's too hippie. And it's like, bro, you're going to get looted and people will take all of your farm and everything you grow, kill you, take your shit and dip. And he's just like, nah, bro, because if they come into my house trying bro, to kill me. Bro, I play me, so much Pokemon Go. He's like, yo, if they come in, they try and kill me, bro. Like, I'm just going to say, yo, join my group and like, help me, help me. Eat, help me you can eat of this of this garden i have you can help me turn the soil you know i look like, at them they come in and kill like kill me and like my family and stuff i'm like dude you're just like killing the vibe honestly like bro, the like, vibe's like been killed like i don't know like don't, don't kill us like you've already killed the vibe we're already dead like the vibe the vibe like, is fully deceased like, i live through the vibe True. and and you just like killed that so I, i'm not even living right now like i'm breathing but like dude the vibe is like dead. Thoroughly deceased. It's like, thir- yeah, you just like, dude, the, the vibe's a pretty important thing. And like, you're just coming into my space and my zone and my zen. And you're just like, you know what? Like, I'm going to kill you. But you started with the vibe, man. You just went for the vibe. For the vibe. For the vibe. The vibe. That's, that's right. The jugular of us, dude. Like, I've got fucking corn pops I can give you and shit. Like, you can take that, but just don't take the vibes. I don't know, man. I don't know if this dude really understood reality in the slightest, or it's just like, bro, I know you want to make yourself a space where it's like everyone will oh be my happy God. and K- cuddly, K- but I'm going to blart this so hard. Do you it. said reality in space. Here's the thing. All right. At my work, we created what's called Infinity Pong. Okay. So we we have a ping pong table. Now we we have six Infinity Stones, <laughs> and <laughs> and we have this entire rule. This is a huge blart. You said reality in space and and those. So, no, it's okay. This is what so this is what this is what whole lot nothing is. So so Blart, if you want to do this with your friends and play infinity pong, here are the rules. Okay, so I will go over the power structure of each re- of each stone. All right, let's hear. So it. the reality stone means that you get to transform their paddle for, and you can use it to up to three turns. So hold on, is it set up like standard beer pong? No, it's it's ping pong. Oh, it's ping pong. It's ping pong. It's ping pong. Oh, okay, okay. It's ping pong. So you can, so the reality stone, because you mentioned so reality. So who starts with the stones? Like, how do you, so de- what how we do you do determine is who we, has stones? What we do is there's four of us at work that play ping pong, and there's six stones. So each person, we randomly draw what we, we randomly draw one a week. And so we, we take them, and uh, whatever you get is what you have. And you challenge other people, and when you beat them, you collect their stones, and you don't want there to ever become Thanos. Which oh, okay. Has the they don't want the, they don't want the gauntlet. Okay. And we're actually ordering a custom paddle that has all six stones on it and the infinity gauntlet and a picture of Thanos. And it's going to be called the infinity paddle. Oh my God. <laughs> and oh so my God. I, I'm going through the rules. So if you have the reality stone up to three turns, you get to completely transform somebody's paddle. <laughs> and for, for three turns, you mean like, like three points or do you mean like, Three times the next three times they're playing the game. So it could be any three turns during the game. 
So if I'm like, all right, next point, you have to turn your fist into your paddle. Like your your paddle is your fist and you have to fucking punch the ball to play. Okay. That's how you got to do it. Okay. So that's the reality stone. You yeah. can change their yeah. paddle or three it's times like, Or it's whatever. like your phone is your paddle. Or it's like- That's actually not or, that hard. Or that, or that chopping board and you got to like grab a chopping board or something or like my freaking slipper. Like, like so you, you can change their paddle three times. You can okay. transform it. To anything. Yeah. Okay. Space. Space stone means it's like, yo, listen up. This this quadrant, like this half of my table is the only half you're allowed to get a point on. So if you hit the other side, Doesn't I, get, count. I get the point. Okay. Automatically. All right. So that's space. Time, you get to reverse a play. Just so one? Just one? You get you get to use it three times. Okay, so, space, so all of them time, are three times. Space, time, reality, all three times. Okay. Power stone. Power Stone is really interesting. We have at work what's called a one in seven shot. So okay. if you just like wind up and like wire like a nice ping pong shot, it's a one in seven because it happens like one in every seven times. So we created the inverse with the Power Stone because it's a power shot. Yeah. So if you land a one in seven, seven points. All the games are to 11. So there's a like pretty high chance that that's like the end game shot. Okay. So if you hit a power shot, you have it three times in the game. No, power shot. So the one in seven shot slash the power stone is always in play. Always in play. It's so always, always in play. play. That's scary. So it's like if they do a one in seven and it doesn't work, they can still try it again. They can just keep going. Okay. But the, the risk is it's a one in seven. So six out of the, those seven shots are probably going to miss. Yeah, that's true. You know, so like it's just like the odds are not on your side, but you make that once. But you have to have the power stone for that. To, yeah, to you work. have to have the power stone for it to be the inverse of the one in seven. Okay. Yeah. Then there's the mind stone. The mind stone can flip the score within three points. Okay. So we didn't want to make it unreasonable where it's like eight, two, and you're like, I'm flipping the score. I don't know. I feel like that would be pretty. Oh, well, I, I guess it's, it's a dirty move. But it's yeah. Well, it's more so it would make it so much exponentially more powerful than the rest of them. That's true. Well, the seven points, like that's... Yeah, but it's it doesn't happen very much. Okay. Like most games, like that doesn't happen. Okay, all right. And so like it has to be like a wicked shot. Yeah. Like all your effort. Um. And so, yeah, so the Mind Stone, you flip the score within three points. And the reason we use that for the Mind Stone is because you really have to think that through. Yeah. It's like if you're down three nothing at the start, do you want to use this at the beginning? And then you're only up three nothing, then you have to go all the way up to 11. Yeah. Right. So, what if you just like try your luck at like getting the score closer? Yeah. And then like doing it later so that you may only have like a couple points left to get. Okay. So, you or, have to use your mind. For yeah. That. Or okay. maybe you're like tied the whole time and you're both at like seven points or it's like really close like that. And you're like, you know what? I'm going to give him the next three points and then flip it. Ah. So, it's a, you can play, you can play so, it smart. So, some, some mind games. But here's the thing if you do that, you can time stone it. So if you have the time stone, you can reverse. You can reverse that play. That, that move. That's it. Oh. So, yeah. So the stones can be used to fight against each other. Yeah. That's 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 crazy. That's, that's a wild. So that's five. What's okay. uh what's the other stone I'm missing? Soul stone. Yeah. Soul stone is really interesting. So there must be a sacrifice. Oh, <laughs> we, God. We were like we we're like something has to be sacrificed. Okay, um, so so what do you what do you sacrifice? You could just sacrifice anything. Like you have to give something to the other person. Like what is it? Or they no, have to no. Give something so to you. So the sacrifice is is like, um. <laughs> so I'll, I'll explain how it works first. So basically, what happens if you 
The soul stone is a is more of a is one of the defensive stones. It's not an offensive one, but it's defense. Okay. So if you lose a game, like you know somebody uses stones or somebody just straight up beats you, and you have the soul stone, you play it, and then you you rally for serve, and then you play for a point. If the person with the soul stone wins the point, the points go all the way back to whoever has the soul stone to what their point total is, and then you're tied. So if you lose like 11-5 and you win the soul stone match, you're down to 5-5 and all stones are now out of play. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the this, sac- is a, this is a complicated game. Yeah, so the sacrifice is that potential new turn. Yeah. That new life, you know? And so a new soul, if you will. Yeah. And so shit gets really complicated. Like when you have the reality and the space stone and you're like, yeah, you know what? You're going to use your paddle as your slipper and you can only hit it on the right side. That's dirty. It's like, fuck. And it's like, and and the worst is when like Thanos becomes real. So that's, that's the next part of the game. When Thanos occurs, we have what's called end game. Okay, and what is endgame? So endgame, there's a few rules. So endgame means it's two on one. So it's two players against Thanos. Okay. And Thanos has all the stones, so Thanos can use the stones at any point. And he has two options. He can snap his fingers. <laughs> if he snaps, it's either half the points are gone. Shit, <laughs> like, okay. uh, like half the points on your For team. For everybody? Like, yeah. It's just... Like half of their points, half, half of, of their point? points are gone. Okay, and half of your points are gone. Or you snap, and Thanos gets to eliminate one of the two players. Oh shit! Yeah. Now here's the thing: does he get to choose who, or is it just like they have to rock paper scissors, and it's a random thing? No, because when Thanos, Thanos snaps his fingers, it was random. No, Thanos gets to choose. Okay, because it's only between two. Okay, but here's the thing: there's a, one way you can beat Thanos outside of just like if if you there's two ways. So if you somehow managed to get 11 points on Thanos after he uses all the Infinity Stones, that's absurd. You're, you're a legend. Like, that is absurd. You just won. You just, yeah. you are a Because, champion. like, just, like, basically, like, think of the Reality Stone. Like, that is, like, you're giving out points. Like, you, you can't get points like that. If you have a fist and you're just punching the friggin' ball, like, you're not gonna win that. If you do, though. If you, like, it, it's legend. yet to happen. Legend stab it. Because the problem is Knuckles. Yeah, like when true. you punch it, your knuckles don't send it straight. That's true. So it usually knocks it and out. If, and if he's using the space stone and yeah. the reality stone and you punch that ball and it goes to the wrong side, like shit, you're just, yeah. you just fucked. And if you do like get a point on that, I'll just reverse time. Oh shit, yeah. <laughs> like uh, it's all these other things. But what if, and what if, if you, you do what if, get a- What if you bait him into using the space stone or the reality stone to its max and now he can't use it anymore? Yeah, but then he'll just let you get ahead by three points and then <laughs> mind stone you. Ah oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> so you got all these like factors that all play in. Yeah. Yeah. So there's like all these other things. So but so yeah, that's one way, which is like next to impossible. It's like you somehow beat Thanos in endgame. Like then, then you win, and and then when you win, you have to say it was the only way. <laughs> it was the only way. <laughs> it was the only way. Um, but do you know the way? And <laughs> and then the other way, which is so funny and it's so good that you can beat Thanos, is you hit it, and it hits him in the head. <laughs> oh shit! So if you actually aim for Thanos's head, and you hit Thanos's head, game over. Damn, okay. End game. End game. Because remember, you should aim for the head. 
Yeah, that's and, true. And, and, that's true. Yeah, You're using the game yeah, lore, yeah, okay, yeah. or the movie we, lore. We try. We try to take. We we always we're using as much canon as we can. Yeah, that's true. And and there's certain actions that you have to do. So if you lose the mind stone, the winner gets to like go like put their hand up to your forehead. You have to like hold the mind stone on your forehead, like <laughs> your vision, and it's like. <gasps> And you have to like scream as like the mind stone gets ripped, ripped out. out of your head. <laughs> Do you have to play with the mind stone duct tape to your head? And then when you lose, they rip it off. That would no. be, that'd be kind of funny. So, uh, so yeah, that's, that's infinity pong. Honestly, I, I, I'm a hundred percent down to play this. It's so good. I might have to invest in a ping pong table just for this. It is so, like, honestly, I might even make a blog post at some point. Dude, write like, down all, all the rules. The rules. Yeah. We have, we have a Google doc that has all the rules for infinity. Oh, pong. so you already have this whole thing written. Yeah. And Bro, it's like color make, coordinated with all the stones. Now, what if you made this into a product? You ha- you get a 3D printer, you 3D print your own paddles that you could insert your own stones into. You make this an actual game. Go talk to Marvel <laughs> and just be like, yo, Infinity do Bob. I have a game for y'all? <laughs> it's so good. Make some dollars off that shit. It's so like, oh, the worst is when there is a Thanos. Oh, yeah. Well, like, who, who is the closest to becoming Thanos out of the four of y'all that play, though? So basically, we restart either every week or every time there's we cycle through a Thanos. Okay. So um, who, has anyone become a Thanos yet? So last week was our first test week and there's only 3 of us at the office cuz one of one of the boys was uh he was out. And so uh we started out with two stones each which yeah, that's pretty pretty, pretty dope. significant, yeah. And so what ended up happening is my boss faced uh another dude at the office twice in a row and beat him twice in a row so right off the bat he had four. Oh damn! And so I was like, like, and then I ended up like I kept beating him on points and stuff, but I just couldn't handle the stones. So like I almost beat him, like I beat him, like I beat him on the score. He's like Soul Stone. And uh, I was like, Are you kidding me? Yep. And he wins the Soul Stone match, and it was like it was I beat him eleven to ten. So then it was like, or um, yeah. So then it was uh, like next point wins basically, and then he won that. So I was like, crap. And then I had uh, I had the space stone left, and that one is not as useful as you'd think. It's kind of like a, a 50-50 point to be honest, because it's, it's it's just ha- it's half the board. It's half the board, and if you ju- if you're a good ping pong player, you can just keep hitting it to the same side, no issues. Yeah. So th- the thing with that is like you want to if you have the space stone, you want to be crossing sides each play. Yeah. So I hit it to the left side, then to the right, and just keep doing that because then it's going to make it really hard for them to keep returning it to the same side. Yeah. You got um, to play a mind game. Yeah. Or a space game in that space case. Space game, yeah, I guess in that case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that's that's the rules for Infinity Pong. That so, honestly seems like, like, bro, taking that whole explanation was a good, like, minimum 10 minutes. Yeah. But solid game. Honestly, I would play this. Yeah, I would honestly play ever. this. And if anybody, if anybody in, who hears this podcast actually ends up playing the game, let us know and let us know how this actually played out for y'all because mm-hmm. that, that's pretty cool. That's honestly pretty cool. Yeah, the Thanos, the Thanos, uh, the Thanos paddle that you guys are ordering though, like yeah, with it's the, custom. With the, we're with all the pitching. Stones. We're all pitching on it. We have the design. Like we're, it's legit. So like, is the paddle still flat or like where do the stones go in the paddle? No, it's uh, it's just a design. Oh, oh, it's just a logo. Yeah, so it's like we have like the six infinity stones around the full perimeter on one side, and then uh, or no, no, it was we have no on one side is the is the gauntlet, the infinity gauntlet with all the stones, and then the other side is Thanos. (laughs) Just his face. Yeah, 
That's funny. She's just constantly smashing the ball with Thanos' face. Yeah. Does that count as aiming for the head? <laughs> no. Ah, damn. But yeah, so like, yeah, you hit the head. Oh, that's good. That that that's maybe good that's stuff. your maybe that's just your key. Just always aim for the head. Constantly keep aiming for the head for every point. And the best part about it is, do you lose a point if you miss the head? Yes, then okay. it's just like a regular point. But the best thing about it is, is that we found that there's no one stone that's more powerful than anything else. Yeah, everything seems pretty well it's, even. Everyone, it's everything has balanced. their place to play. It's, and, yeah. it's perfectly balanced, as all things should be. Exactly. Well, damn. I well, Okay, we need to, at some point, figure out a place we can find a ping pong table and go and play some Infinity Pong, because I'm 100% down Yo, to do it's this. It's so good. We need it to, is imagine an Infinity Pong good. tournament. Oh, my God. That'd be insane. You need six people. Minimum. No, like you'd need six because oh, each six person stones. gets one stone. Yeah. Yeah. Because it'd be unfair for somebody to play Start without a stone and they don't have a stone. That's true. That's true. You could have a tournament, break it and and just a regular ping pong tournament till it gets to six. And then people. it's a battle of the Thanoses. <laughs> the Thani? The Thanlius? Jesus. That, that would be the most intense game of ping pong ever. But it's if you if you get like six friends and you have a ping pong table and you can like print out some infinity stones, just just is, write them on a piece of paper. Everyone gets a slip of paper. It is so good. And and if you want, if you need to like download this podcast and like segment out the ten minutes of me explaining the rules, it starts at uh, at about thirty six minutes in. It's so worth it. It is so fun. Like ten out of ten. Ten out of ten would best game. office game ever. It's intense though. Like oh, I got, I, I, I was imagine pissed today. I was pissed today because I lost. I had one stone, the mind stone. So if you don't remember, the mind stone can flip scores within three. I was pissed because I lost it. I lost my match because the other guy had the power stone and got a one in seven. Oh, yeah. It was. Nothing. Was the seven just end game right there? Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. I was like, so there wasn't. And I was a leading. Chance. I had like it was like nine to five. Oh, yeah. I was like killing him and stuff. And he was just like power. Yeah, and I was pissed because I couldn't even use my mind stone the whole game because the mind stone's a defensive stone. Yeah, like when they have the three points on you, then you then you go out. Yeah, exactly. You're on defense and you flip it around. So some of them are very defense and some are very offense. This the could, reality stone is very offense. I would watch this shit on like ESPN, bro. <laughs> ESPN Ocho. <laughs> if it's almost a sport. Honestly, like I would I would deadass just like sit down and be like, all right, boys, let's watch this. Sit down with the and homies. And the thing is, is like it's not always the best ping pong player that becomes Thanos. No, it's the smartest player in general. Yeah. Like you need a you need enough like ping pong skill to do it. But you have to use your stones well. And you also have to have a bit of luck. Like maybe the guy you face and beat happened to have a complementary stone. Mm. Like space and reality go really well together. Mind you, at the same time, if you use them at the same time together, that's only three turns. You only get three turns each, yeah. Yeah. So, but if you use them at the same time, then it's just three turns. You know, whereas if you spread them out, you get six. That's true. That's true. So it's part of the part of the mind games. It's just me to get hella cold in here. I'm kind of wearing a sweater. Yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm in a t-shirt right now, and I'm freezing. I don't really notice it. Uh, damn. Thanos is coming. Thanos is he's on the way. Yeah. That's why the room got so quiet. He's standing behind me. And still. Uh, I think the AC just turned off, or not the AC, the heat just turned off. That's why. 
Mm. There's a, yeah, I don't know. It could be it could be the Thanos. He just uh, snapped his fingers and the whole heating unit off the roof is gone. <laughs> oh my god, man. Yeah, that's uh that's Infinity Pong. The best game ever. I, I was thinking when you said Infinity Pong at first, I was thinking it was like a beer pong type thing. No, 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 no. It's a ping pong. I'm saying make this an actual thing. Go go license it from from Marvel or pitch it to them. Like, yo, this Listen, you can sell this I've as a kid. I've got kit. a game for you. You can sell this as I a kid. I don't kit. have the rights, so I can't do it, but I just want a small point two percent equity. You want point two percent equity in a game that you created? Or yeah. point two point set equity of all of Marvel. <laughs> Because that's a lot of fucking money. Can you imagine if it was all of Marvel? Bro, you'd be 0.2% re- of equity. Of a billion dollar company. Of a billion company. dollar company. That's a lot of money. It's like at least seven. At least, like, this is at least $4. I'd say at least 10. Oh, at least, you know. Yeah. I just say at least, that's one of my go-to things whenever I say, whenever I'm saying something that's like, I don't necessarily know what it is that it's I'm like talking about. At least five. I'll, I'll always say at least four. Yeah. It, it, it's gotten to the point where it's just like, I remember we were driving to Kingston and uh, like when we were on the way there, we were, we were going out there for business to be with some of the guys in my team and for, for a secret s- special meeting. And yeah. A secret that a secret, we cannot talk about. No, we can't talk really about really freaking cool. Oh, it's, it's, it's the biggest thing I've ever been a part of creating, which will be next year as in 2020. At some yeah. Point. So I'm not talking about when, not talking about what it is, not talking about anything about that, but just stay tuned in 2020 for the biggest thing I have ever done in my life. Yeah. The biggest thing I've ever been a part of creating. So anyway, but uh, we were on the way up to to go to this meeting and I, I ended up pissing off Andy because he's just like, yo, like like our gaslight was flashing and I knew we still had some time left. Like like we were good. And I, I just had to find out where this where this uh, gas station was, where the next gas station was. And he's just like, yo, how much longer can we make it? And I'm like, yo, at least four. He's like, no, bro, like how long can we actually make? I actually want, I'm like, yo, at least four. And I'm just sitting there casually constantly saying, yo, at least four. The more you ask, the more, like it's going to be a three next. Exactly. Like, it's just like, the more, at least four. He's like, bro, but like at least four. four what? Fars, obviously. <laughs> uh, yeah, duh. Four fars. That's a solid unit of measurement. Four, yeah. four fars. Like, like oh, how, how far do you have to go? Oh, it's, it's, at least know, four. Just like, just go down the road. Like, you know, like maybe take a couple Larry's and a few Richards and then you're going to go like maybe two to six fars. And then, uh, and then after you've gone like a, like a, a like maybe two closes, like you're just gonna you're, you'll be there. Yeah, like you're gonna feel the closes. You're, you're gonna you're gonna have a few fires, and then you, then like as you get closer, you're gonna get a, like a couple more closes. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. That's that's just how I I I do my direction skills. Yeah, you know, just Dude. a Larry, a Richard, a close, and a far. That's all you need. No, a couple fires and a close. A couple fires and a close. My maybe bad. two closes. Two closes. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, like, cause like, the first close, you're not that close, but, like, with the second close, you're, like, close, close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, the first one's a close, the second one's a close, close. Yeah, but you gotta, like, make sure you understand the difference between, like, the, the second and third fars. I've, I feel like there's gonna be someone listening to this that doesn't understand the dynamic of, of us being extremely sarcastic right now. <laughs> and is gonna think that it's like, yo, these guys are fucking retarded. Oh, well. I don't like that word. Oh, you guys are fucking stupid. That's better. Yeah, okay. Stupid offends me. Yo, I saw this. This isn't an offended thing. It's just like uh, this is just like where our schools are at right now. Because like I understand, yeah. Don't go, don't go around calling kids names in, in schools and in your stupid that's, face. That's not okay. Did I get called a lot of names that uh, the kids will get expelled for now in school? Yeah, I did. But you know, I went to school at a different time. You know, back in the day. Like that. T- hold up, I've got a bar heading out. Oh, here it, John Lajoie. Let's, let's hear it. 
Like the time in grade three when that girl called me stupid face. She really hurt me. Why she called me stupid face? Is my face stupid? How's that even possible? A person can be stupid, but a face that's impossible. Shit happens all the time and you learn how to deal with it. Regular, everyday, normal fucking bullshit. Damn. Spitting some heat. Yeah. But my boy, uh, my boy Jordan King, he was actually, or Jay King, he was featured on uh, one, my last album, Odd, on my song, Took. Uh, he was shooting, he's shooting a music video in a school and my boy Jeremy, who's uh, one of my engineers that I work with, he was uh, he was there at the video shoot, and he sends me this picture. He's like, "Yo, bro, I I feel like the children are getting weaker," and I'm like, "Oh God, why?" And he sends me a picture, and this is a dead ass. I will show you the picture. It's an actual sign on a door. It says, "This is a popcorn free zone." There are students that are allergic to popcorn and can have <laughs> anaphylactic shock due to popcorn exposure. Popcorn, <laughs> popcorn. <laughs> You know, oh, that, that meme, fucking hilarious. But popcorn, popcorn, like is popcorn's the new peanut I butter. I feel like popcorn's the new peanut butter. <laughs> like, remember when we were in school? Yeah, so it was bring, Nutella too. Yeah, you so can't bring that shit. In any here. nut products, you bring a nut to school, that's the most dangerous thing. Like, we didn't have school shootings. We didn't have school shootings. That one kid that's like, these nuts. We don't have school shootings in Canada. Kids just run around with a pack of peanuts and whip them at each other, and kids drop like flies. That's what we have. And now you come in with a bag of kernels and you can murk half your class. Like the fuck? Like what is happening? And this, oh, it links back to what we were talking about earlier. This is just Darwinism. This is just Darwinism. Natural selection. Eventually one of these kids is going to walk into, going to be going like, imagine, imagine like, what what do you do as a kid who's allergic to popcorn? You, you're like, and, and like, you can't even be exposed to popcorn. Like, all right, a girl's like, you, you're, you're, you're hanging out with this girl. And I can't like, be in the same room. And she's like, hey, it's airborne. Hey, do you want to uh, do you want to watch a movie? I'll make some popcorn. Kids sitting, like, I can just imagine this dude sitting on a bench or a uh, bench, sorry, on the couch, just be like, huh, no, no, you have popcorn in here. I have to leave. I have to leave. <laughs> just running out of the house, like, oh, you're on an airplane. How do you grow up? You're on an airplane, and like somebody gives like you know popcorn <laughs> to somebody. You're like, holy shit, I have nowhere to go. They hear the bag. I'm trickle. trapped. Like, oh, oh, what you do I do? The microwave. They're they're gonna be re- they're gonna be reacting like a Vietnam vet when they hear popcorn. Just ah ah bangs. <laughs> that was a terrible terrible joke. That, that was horrible. I am an awful person. He's but anyway, an we've reached our hour mark. We are now at the sixty two minute mark. Our popcorn story took us over the mark. But anyway, if you're offended by anything that we're saying, DM us at WLN Podcast on Instagram. And don't forget the giveaway. And don't forget the giveaway. If you want to get a free copy of what's the title of the book again? High Performance Habits. High Performance Habits. Uh, by be sure Brendan to, Burchard. Be sure to DM us on Instagram at WLN Podcast and answer our final question of the podcast. And that's the only thing you have to do. You have to answer the question. You are eligible to win this book for free. What is our question of the day, Jamie? Our question of the day is... What would you what? do? No, no, I've got, oh, okay. I've, I've got, I've got an amazing one. I've, okay, so. Okay. What high performance habits would you develop to become a master of the apocalypse? <laughs> what What high performance? Okay, if you had to choose the six high performance skills that you would need to survive the apocalypse. How would you apply them? To survive the apocalypse. Boom. There's your question. Answer that question. You can get yourself a free, a free copy. copy of High Performance Habits. There we are. And with that, thank you so much to everybody who tuned into this this week's episode of Whole Lot of Nothing. We will see you again next week on Monday and Wednesday. Sorry about the upload schedule this week. It is my bad. But we will see you next week, Monday and Wednesday. Have a great night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.